welcome to the Diz Lizney podcast. Woot woot. You guys are in for a treat tonight because I'm going to be reviewing as dreamers do as well as doing giving you an update about my fast pass blunder. With just a few days to go when this podcast airs till my vacation, this is going to be the last podcast before my vacation. And you will get to look forward to hearing my trip review when I get back. Hooray for that. All right, everybody, just sit back, relax, and enjoy the Diz Lizney podcast. this pretty much the day that it got emailed to me, which was April 17th in the late afternoon-ish. I I thought that this, for the amount of money that went into it, I thought it turned out relatively good. It's not up to par with uh, Saving Mr. Banks by any means, but for a low-budget film, it was very good. The I did have some ish, small issues with it, uh, mainly the depiction of Walt Disney himself. Uh, they portrayed him as a dreamer, which he was, but they t- they looked at more of the all the good things about Walt Disney and not so much the bad, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But I think if you're going to make a biopic of someone, it should encompass everything that that in, that that entails. So Walt, uh, he obviously had lots of flaws, which I don't, it was kind of shown in the film, but not to the extent that we know that Walt had, basically. Also, the depiction of his father, and it was kind of walking a fine line between, do I put this in the film or do I leave it out? And there were hints of him that weren't, he wasn't necessarily the most, uh, what's the word I want to use, affectionate person, and that was not included in the film. What was included was his, his strictness, and that he did love his boys, and I'm sure that was the case. Uh, so that's my general thoughts about the movie. Again, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, especially when you consider the fact that it was a very low budget film, there, I don't, I don't think a whole lot of money went into this. Um, the beginning was kind of slow at first; uh, it om- almost to the point where I was not interested. Then it pay- started to pick up, especially when the main actor to play Walt jumped in the film. It wasn't uh, also the. Uh, feel like the transitions between him becoming a boy and a man, they weren't solid, they weren't fluid. Uh, but this is something that can definitely be worked on. It's still a pretty decent movie. I, I'm going to watch it, I'm probably going to watch it again and again 
Uh, so I'm glad I purchased it so I can watch it again. Uh, if anything else, it is a film about Walt Disney, and if you love Walt Disney, you will like this film. So those are my general thoughts about the film. I'm going to try to uh, write something up so I can give a more in-depth uh, review of the film, but generally that's how I felt. Uh, again, my overall feelings are good. So, uh, that was my review of As Dreamers Do, and stick around for the discussion of my Fast Pass blunder. So this is my update for my Fast Pass blunder, and if you turn, tuned in um, last uh, the last episode, you heard my uh, rant to the Fast Pass the Fast Pass Plus system. Uh, so since last pod the last podcast, and we talked about uh, how what their the new system is and how it really gives those who purchase tickets day of are at a disadvantage. So my update now is since then I have called Disney again and tried to get kind of an explanation or a, you know, just reassurance of how I'm going to be able to get everything out of my vacation that I want to and that I'm paying money for essentially. So basically Right after I got done recording the podcast, I called Disney. I don't know, maybe just doing the podcast motivated me to do so. I don't know. Anyway, I did that. Um, I had was passed around by about three different people who really gave me all the same answers. And so maybe I should have given up at that point. I'm not sure. But So really what happened was is I went on to my Disney experience. I looked up the same fast passes that my sister had already booked and I realized that they were already grayed out and there weren't any availability for such rides. So this got me thinking and I called Disney and I explained the entire situation multiple times and they explained to me that if there's no availability then basically I will just be, she will get to go in the fast pass line or sit in the fast pass area for a parade and I will have to do go in the standby line and I will also have to go stand not in the area reserved for those with fast passes. 
this really got to me and basically when I got off the phone I was almost in tears because so my sister has these fast passes to the mine train into the the new three o'clock parade the Disney festival of fantasy parade and so I even asked them on the phone you know these are really hot commodities there's a really slim chance that there is any availability at all for me to get a fast pass so my options are to either have her give my sister give them up so she can be with me or we just don't get to do these things together as a family and to me a whole Disney vacation is predicated on the fact that you're going on a family vacation and you want to do these things and experience these things with your family which is exactly what I said to them but they obviously they don't have the power to make changes to the system and they couldn't offer me any kind of reassurance or any they couldn't even offer me an opinion I spoke to one person one male on the phone and I asked him you know what would you do in my situation how would you handle it would you give up the fast passes and just go with the flow would you get to Disney and say look at my sister has this I don't understand why you can't just make it possible for two more people to do the same thing and he said I'm not allowed to give a personal opinion and I my thought was is you call the Disney phone number to get advice on situations on certain situations and and that type of stuff and he basically told me that he couldn't give me his opinion then I spoke to another lady and asked her the same question and she indicated that she would give up the fast passes so she could be with her family but then when I explained that it was the mine train she kind of changed her attitude then the phone got disconnected somehow I don't know how and I didn't receive a phone call back I had to call back and when I did I was on hold for a good half hour until I got somebody and then what happened after that was I spoke to someone explained the entire situation again she explained she she basically got to a point where she was like well what do you want me to do or me to say what do you want from us and I said I I just want reassurance that I'm gonna go down there and I'm gonna have a good time and I'm not gonna have to argue with cast members when I'm down there and I'm gonna be able to get to do all the things that I can do and she said I'd love to tell you all of that but then I would be lying and I can't do that so then I asked alright well who 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 do I where do I write a letter of complaint and then she gave me an email address so that I could write a letter of complaint and she explained that all the points that I was bringing up which I think I did a good job detailing those in the last podcast which I can go over real briefly which was just uh, they've created a tiered system now with this that all of those who buy tickets at the doors are at a complete disadvantage even though that they're paying for the same exact ticket and the same amount for the ticket and should be able to get the same experience uh, we go to uh, Disney as a family and should be able to do all of these things and experience the same things together as a family I shouldn't have to tell my husband to go on a to stand in the standby line and then 
have us go in the fast pass line we're, and then we have to ride it separately. We should be able to go all together as a family. They did, however, I did ask, okay, so my mom has a fast pass plus for the mine train. She's probably not going to go on it, and I did ask if I could use her fast pass for myself. They said, yes, that was a possibility, and I could do that. However, that still leaves out my husband. And um, so basically, I am that type of person that I want all of these details planned out before I go because I don't want to get there and have to argue with a cast member over it or have it become an issue. Uh, because that's just the last thing you want to do on a vacation. And it's looking like that's more and more what's going to happen. When I get to downtown Disney, I'm going to explain the situation to them and see if they can offer up any insight to the situation and make it so I can just go and have a good time and not have to worry about getting the same things that, getting on the same rides at the same time that my sister does. Otherwise, what would be the point of a fast pass if I couldn't even get any fast passes at all and the idea of the fast pass plus system is so that you are um, so that you are able to book these things in advance and plan your day before you go there among other reasons I mean that is one of the main ones but there are also other reasons so basically that was you know all the points that I brought up to the cast member on the phone and she said those are all good points I understand all of that stuff and uh, you'll just have to uh, write you know put that in your letter and explain it to them then uh, so basically that's what happened on the phone when I was on the phone I did write a letter an explicit letter um, each time I think of something where uh, you know that pertains to this I write it down you know keep track of it so that I can then you know relay to Disney how it kinda of made me felt it was almost as if they were accusing me of lying in in a way because one one of the cast members on the phone did say you um, anybody can call and say that they want to book these fast passes even though they're not coming and I was like, I understand that, but the guarantee is that my sister already has these fast passes booked, so I don't understand why you then can't just copy over what she has to mine. Um, but she, I mean, that's kind of how I felt when she told me that. Um, I, f I felt almost discriminated against because I am unable to purchase my tickets in advance. In fact, one of the one of the cast members I spoke with when he was explaining the situation to another person he said well she's going through a third party to get her tickets almost like well she's not going through us so why even why even give us her time give us our time give her our time um, which I'm a customer just like anybody else and I should deserve the same amount of time that anybody going to the park should get so these are just a few things that I've been frustrated with with Disney and like I said in the last podcast I have never had a problem with them before and I I don't understand why we're having issues now is it because of this whole new system nobody really ha even has a clue what to expect or what's going on and they have to work out those bugs uh, like I said before this was never an issue and now it is um, uh, let's see I think that's about it. Uh, I have not heard back yet 
from the the email that I submitted they said it would be about a five to seven day turnaround um, I'm expecting to not really hear anything back at all for a while until after I've come back on vacation um, at least um, I might have received an email before this podcast airs so I will update the blog if it if I do receive it and let you know what was in that email oh well, let's see um, I think that's about it for my fast pass plus blunder update I'm curious to know what your guys's what you, the listeners uh, you know feedback is about the fast pass plus system has it worked in your favor did it not work in your favor um, I've also heard some cases where they had the fast pass booked but the scanner didn't read it and they had to leave and come back until that problem was fixed they couldn't even say look at on my phone I have uh, I have it scheduled here. It's on my phone. Uh, it's on my Disney Experience app. They wouldn't accept that as a valid uh, entry for FastPass line. Uh, they turned them away and said if anybody could have put made that up and put it there. And so, so basically, what it feels like is we're being accused of lying. And we've spent all this money, and I realize that the intent is to be fair to everybody, but what what's happening here is they are just creating, um, a, they're creating a situation where, yeah, they're being, maybe they're being fair to the general person who goes to the Disney park. More or less, they're being fair to those who stay on resort and who book, uh, tickets in advance but as aside from that they what I've come to learn is fair for me may not be necessarily fair for someone else and uh, that's one of the things that was in when I spoke to the male and asked him what he would do in my situation he said um, we are different people I would do something different than you're probably going to do and I said well that's what I'm trying to get at I want to know what you would do because you are a different person and I just want that second opinion and maybe you see something that I don't see that I'm missing and he would not offer up his opinion or his advice as to what to do in my situation so um, yeah uh, I'm getting fr more frustrated every time I think about it and I really I just need to stop thinking about it and I don't want this to ruin my whole day and it it might because I've been dealing with it you know, for a long time also one other point I do want to make before I wrap this whole podcast up is um, my whole planning process was predicated was planned on the fact that there would be availability or a reserve for those who had to buy their fast pass tickets or had to buy their tickets for entry to the park that day so there would be a reserve for those who needed to book their fast passes that day so I could just go to the park take my tickets go to a kiosk and book my fast passes then uh, that's not the case anymore uh, it's all one reserve for everybody those who are staying on resort those who have annual passes those who are DVC members those who 
book their tickets in advance and those who have to buy their tickets the day they enter the park. It's all one pool and it's first come first serve. So obviously those who stay on resort get a 60 day advantage. Those who stay, those who book their tickets in advance get a 30 day advantage and those who have to buy their tickets stay of are at the mercy of everyone else. So and like I said, my whole planning the way I planned this trip was based on the fact that there was that reserve for those who booked their tickets that day. And to me, a whole year of planning a vacation just kind of went down the drain. And I, I can really honestly see me not having the best experience that I could have had I known that I really needed to buy my tickets in advance and maybe I would have come up with a different solution in buying my tickets in advance um, I can't anymore at this point it doesn't even matter because the fast passes that I would have booked are already full which I got them for my sister couldn't get them for me so uh, again at this point there's no solution and uh, hopefully I can figure things out before I actually enter the park and we will see what happens then. I will get back to you. Hopefully it doesn't affect my vacation that much. And hopefully things work in my favor. And maybe I just will have to, you know, in my mind, tell myself that it's not the end of the world. We're still going to have a good time. I'm still going to be with my family. But I'll let you know when I get back. Uh, it should be a good vacation. I've been planning it for a long time. I've got lots of good stuff going on. And, you know, even if I don't get on the mine train or see the new parade, uh, the place that I wanted to see it, uh, it's still the same park. I'm still going to get to do all the same rides that I've done in the past, and we're still going to have a blast. So with that said, I'd like to say good evening, and until I come, say, give me a, you know, good luck on my trip and safe you know, driving, whatever. And again, if you want to get in touch with me, you can... Facebook me at Dislisney, just search Dislisney, or click on the link in the show notes. You can also find me on Twitter, follow me there. Uh, also, a link in the show notes, or just search Dislisney in Twitter. Pinterest, again, there's a link in the show notes. Also, again, you can search me at Dislisney on Pinterest. Google Plus. Uh, I don't think there's a Google Plus in the show notes, however, it's just right next to the blog, so you can just add me there. Also, you can email me at www... There's no W in emailing. <laughs> you can email me at dislizney13 at gmail.com. That's D-I-S-L-I-Z 13 at gmail.com. Uh, I think that's it. So, have a good magical evening. Again, Give yourself some Disney magic, listen to a podcast, uh, watch a ride on YouTube, watch your favorite Disney movie, and just add any kind of Disney magic to your week, and I guarantee you will have a better week because of it. Thanks again for listening. Stay tuned to the next episode when you can hear my trip review, and until then, good night. And tomorrow is just a dream away. Man has a dream, and that's the start. He follows his dream with mind and heart. 
And when it becomes a reality, it's a dream come true for you and me. So there's a great big beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow.